to the St. Michael Fall podcast series. My name is Andrew Grosso, and I will be leading our meditation today. Our theme this Advent is Beyond the Signs. God's amazing love is fulfilled through Jesus Christ, and there are divine signs pointing to him all around us. As the prophet Isaiah says, the glory of the Lord shall be revealed, and all flesh shall see it together. Our reading today comes from the Gospel according to Luke, the first chapter, beginning at the fifth verse. In the days of King Herod of Judea, there was a priest named Zechariah, who belonged to the priestly order of Abijah. His wife was a descendant of Aaron, and her name was Elizabeth. Both of them were righteous before God, living blamelessly according to all the commandments and regulations of the Lord. But they had no children, because Elizabeth was barren, and both were getting on in years. Once, when he was serving as priest before God and his section was on duty, Zechariah was chosen by lot, according to the custom of the priesthood, to enter the sanctuary of the Lord and offer incense. Now at the time of the incense offering, the whole assembly of the people was praying outside. Then there appeared to Zechariah an angel of the Lord, standing at the right side of the altar of incense. When Zechariah saw him, he was terrified and fear overwhelmed him. But the angel said to him, Do not be afraid, Zechariah, for your prayer has been heard. Your wife, Elizabeth, will bear you a son, and you will name him John. You will have joy and gladness, and many will rejoice at his birth, for he will be great in the sight of the Lord. He must never drink wine or strong drink. Even before his birth, he will be filled with the Holy Spirit. He will turn many of the people of Israel to the Lord their God. With the spirit and power of Elijah, he will go before him to turn the hearts of parents to their children and the disobedient to the wisdom of the righteous, to make ready a people prepared for the Lord. Zechariah said to the angel, How will I know that this is so? For I am an old man, and my wife is getting on in years. The angel replied, I am Gabriel. I stand in the presence of God, and I have been sent to speak to you and bring you this good news. But now, because you did not believe my words, which will be fulfilled in their time, you will become mute, unable to speak, until the day these things occur. Meanwhile, the people were waiting for Zechariah and wondered at his delay in the sanctuary. When he did come out, he could not speak to them, and they realized that he had seen a vision in the sanctuary. He kept motioning to them and remained unable to speak. When his time of service was ended, he went to his home. And after those days, his wife Elizabeth conceived, and for five months she remained in seclusion. She said, This is what the Lord has done for me when he looked favorably on me and took away the disgrace I have endured among my people. Here ends the reading. I've always felt a little sorry for Zechariah. He asks what seems to be a perfectly reasonable question And instead of just getting a simple answer, he struck mute for his temerity. It almost seems Zechariah is being singled out here. After all, the very next story in Luke's Gospel is the story of Gabriel's appearance to Mary. Gabriel appears to Mary and tells her she is going to have a son. And like Zechariah, Mary asks a question, how can this be? But Mary gets a pass. She's not struck mute. Instead, Gabriel reassures her that God is at work in her life. It seems Zechariah very much gets the short end of the stick here. 
But there is a significant difference between Zechariah's experience and Mary's experience. I think there may be something here that helps us understand why they're treated in such different ways. Zechariah was a priest. He knew about all the commandments and regulations of the Lord. He had been trained to offer service in the temple. His encounter with Gabriel took place during a service of worship. Mary was a young peasant girl living in a small village, far away from the temple of Jerusalem. Her familiarity with the commandments and regulations of the Lord would not have been anything like what Zechariah had. Zechariah had years of experience behind him, but Mary was still quite young. What this suggests is that Zechariah probably should have known better. His experience and his position were such that he should have been ready to respond to Gabriel the same way Mary ultimately did, by saying, Here am I, the servant of the Lord, let it be with me according to your word. But when the moment of truth came, Zechariah balked. He had not allowed his training and his experience to prepare him for the kind of opportunity that was suddenly and unexpectedly presented to him. There is an important lesson here for us. To what degree do we allow our experience of worship and prayer, our study of God's Word, and our service to the Lord prepare us for new opportunities and unexpected blessings? The life of faith is intended to be a process of growth and development, one that molds us and makes us ever more ready to recognize God's presence and activity and then respond to what God is doing. We should always be prepared for the possibility God may ask something of us that we had not anticipated, something that may not fit into our plans, but something that will serve to advance the work of God in the world. So be faithful in worship, be faithful in prayer, be faithful in your study of the scriptures, be faithful in learning all the commandments and regulations of the Lord, and then be ready for the possibility God may ask you to do something unexpected, something extraordinary, something you may not even understand, but something that may serve to advance his work in the world, to the honor and glory of his name. Amen. And now, please join me in the Lord's Prayer. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. Purify our conscience, Almighty God, by your daily visitation, that your Son, Jesus Christ, at his coming, may find in us a mansion prepared for himself, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen.